Welcome to Success Hackers, Cracking the Entrepreneurial Code, the podcast that's focused on empowering entrepreneurs to find the edge and take their business to a whole nother level. We're peeking behind the curtain to learn entrepreneurial shortcuts and success strategies from the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. Get ready for mind-blowing entrepreneurial tips with your host, high-performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two, one. Success Hackers Cracking the Entrepreneurial Code, number four. Good morning, good day, or good evening, depending on where you're actually listening to Success Hackers anywhere in the world We are here to empower you to play big in life and take your business to entirely new heights. If you want to learn how to move the needle and improve your business through networking and through community service and doing some other incredible things with your business, let me tell you, you are absolutely at the right place at the right time today. Because today, our featured guest is Mr. Shalom Klein. Shalom, are you ready to rock? I am so ready to rock. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So Shalom is a dynamic entrepreneur with notable energetic marketing talent, consistently inspired to develop new opportunities through avid community networking and expert use of highly effective communication skill. As vice president of Moshe and Client and Associates, Shalom oversees a staff that operates across three offices as well as handling client relationships and consulting opportunity. In addition, Shalom is also the founder of Jewish B2B Networking and Jewish Business News. Shalom Klein saw a need in the small business and Jewish communities and created the vision for what is now the premier business and employment networking organization across the Midwest. Shalom has been named Jewish Community Hero by Jewish Federations of North America and listed as one of 36 under 36 by the Jewish United Fund. Shalom's work has been discussed twice on the floor of the United States Congress. In addition, Shalom hosts a weekly radio show which airs Sundays at 6 p.m. Central on AM 560 WIND, which features leaders in business, employment, and in politics. Shalom Klein, welcome to Success Hackers. It is great to have you. It's great to be here, Scott. Thanks for the invitation. Absolutely. It's so incredible. I know you're doing some incredible things. I know you're right in the midst of doing some incredible consulting work, so you're on the road, so I appreciate you spending some time with our Hacker Nation. I really want to just jump right into your personal story, because I know it's an incredible one. It's, it's As I was reading your bio prior to the show, it's just absolutely fascinating what you do with so many touch points and so many community involvements, and helping your clients. I would love for you to share a little bit more about yourself, your background, more about your businesses. The story of how I'm doing these things, because I would have never imagined a few years ago that I'd be in the world of networking. In fact, just a few years ago, I likely didn't know, Scott, what networking was. Probably would have thought it was Facebook or Twitter or something like that. <laughs> and um, five years ago, I moved back to Chicago, grew up here, but I had went to school in Israel, Detroit, and New York, worked in communications, and uh, moved back to Chicago to do everything that I swore as a kid I would never do. I ended up in our family business. And uh, I transformed our business model, which led me into the world of networking, joined a number of great organizations, met some fantastic people 
and the business grew. The business grew very quickly, all because of relationships. As I started getting out there and meeting people, I realized that so many of the people that I had met with needed to meet each other. A realtor needs a photographer, a photographer needs a lawyer, a lawyer needs an accountant. It was just a matter of connecting the dots. In June of 2010, I put together a uh, small lunch uh, to bring some of the people that I had met with together. Thought 20 people would come and 75 people showed up. And I walked into a Starbucks the next day, something I do a lot of, and there were five meetings going on from the day prior. And I knew we had done something big. And the one thing everybody shares is the need to put food on the table. And, and these past uh, five years, I've been uh, very involved in community, uh, very involved in business, very involved in entrepreneurship, and love every second of it. Very, very passionate about mm. it. So were you always the connector? Like when you were a young kid, were you always the kid on the playground that was like, you know, putting everybody together and organizing things? Were you that connector type kid? Well, I, I'm not sure I would use the term connector because I probably didn't know I was connecting at the time. I certainly always, so I, I've always been involved in running things and organizing, and that's uh, part of my fabric. That's part of my DNA. You know, it's amazing. I know some people have the fortuitous opportunity when they're young to have that passion sort of bone within them, and you just were able to really take that and take it to a whole nother level and actually make a career from it. So uh, it, it's been interesting, uh, a huge amount of what I do. Obviously, you talked a little bit about business, and I'm involved in our uh, family business, our accounting firm. We have a few offices, bookkeeping and accounting, and I, I primarily uh, deal with a lot of the consulting, um, and I can talk about that later if we have some time. But uh, I feel fortunate that at a young age, a huge amount of my time is able to be dedicated to community projects and things that I don't necessarily make a living off of. And and it's really because I've built up some, somewhat of a reputation and, and built up a nice network, which more importantly than the numbers uh, of the people that have come out, more important than, than anything, it's, it's about the outcomes. And I, I love it. I'm so proud of it. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. And I want to transition right into an area we call the passion play, which I want you to share a story or, or a time when you really were able to find out this passion thing, this organizing that I've always been good at, I can now possibly make some money doing it. I know you shared the story of, you know, how you thought it would be a certain amount of people and then that was a lot more than what you thought it was and then you saw the next day there were people at Starbucks. But is there maybe another story or another time when you realized I'm really good at organization, I'm good at kind of putting people together, wow, I can actually make money from it. So uh, it, it doesn't directly tie into the money piece, but this is where I, I guess the story that I found, it's all worth it. And everything that, that I've worked so hard and many uh, long, long, long days with few hours of sleep at night made it all worth it. So four years ago, I, uh, I remember I, I came home after a long day and I opened up the mail and there was a uh, envelope from the White House. And I opened it up and it was the first of what has become many invitations to the White House and to meetings of the administration about small business and entrepreneurship. I'm pretty involved in some initiatives on the state level, but that was my first uh, invitation to the White House. And I went there and it was the, I, I know it might sound silly to, to say this, but I guess I established a rule for myself, no matter who the meeting is with, you never turn down an invitation to the White House. <laughs> so uh, I've now been to the White House 14 times over the past few years. And I I was invited and it was a conversation. The the envelope that I've gotten so accustomed to seeing said it's a uh, it's an invitation to a conversation with the administration 
about social innovation and faith-based communities. And I don't know about you, Scott, but I had no clue what the heck that meant. <laughs> it's a mouthful. I, I figured, you know, these days with Wi-Fi on, on airplanes, I'll have time to Google it and, and, and find out what I need to know. And sure enough, I did. And I get to the White House and I met some of the most amazing people from around the country that are that are essentially shaking things up, that they're making things happen. Amazing people. And But after uh, several hours of drinking coffee, and by the way, very cool White House coffee mugs, um, I, you know, nature calls and, and I had to go to the restroom. I'm leaving the Eisenhower Executive Office building the, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to go to the left, to the right, to the left to get to the restroom. And as I'm walking down the hall, I hear my name being shouted out. And he said, Shalom, I want to introduce you to someone. And uh, I said, okay, fine, it's convenient. I'm walking down the hall. i got to get to the restroom anyway. I, I walk down the hall, and I turn the corner, and Joshua is standing with the president of the United States, Barack Obama. <laughs> oh, and I, I'll never forget the conversation. Joshua turned to the president, and he said, Mr. President, this is Shalom Klein. He's somebody, and I'll quote, um, we would never consider doing anything in the business community or the Jewish community without. And wow. then the president gave me... Um, you know, the handshake, you know, those handshakes that just seem to go on forever, up and down, up and right. down, up and down. And then I'll never forget, he turns to me and he says, I want you to make me a promise. And I said, depends what? I guess I had to have a little bit of, of nerve in there. And he said, no, this is going to be something that's going to be very easy for you to keep. He said, I want you to continue doing the good work that you're doing, helping people find jobs. You're going to come back here to continue to inspire folks like Joshua and myself. Oh, and, my God. Uh, I said, you betcha. Oh. And, and and I asked the president if that's an invitation back, and he said, of course. And uh, the president gave me one of those half hugs and, and, and walked away. The reason I'm involved in the community, it, it's not for my own personal gain. I really love it. I feel good about it, feel good about what I'm doing. There's no question that being out there as much as I do, it helps me in my business, and hopefully it's helping the thousands of other people that have gotten involved. I know you were at one of our events, and, mm-hmm. and hopefully, uh, hopefully it, it helps a lot of other people mm-hmm. by that involvement. But that was a promise that I made. And it's a promise that I intend to keep. It's been, uh, that was an amazing experience. I mean, I don't even know where to even begin with that. I mean, this is a first on Success Hackers that someone actually went up to go to the bathroom. And on the way to the bathroom, they met the President of the United States. And uh, the President of the United States was asking you to come back because of the passion that you had for what you do. I mean, man, I can go in so many different directions, but how cool was Mr. Obama? He's pretty cool. Um, I've met a lot of people at the White House. Have met a lot of administration uh, officials. Have met uh, Valerie Jarrett, the mm. senior advisor to the president. Have met the first lady. I've met um, Joe Biden, and he's as silly and goofy as as everybody <laughs> says he is. Uh, it's it's pretty darn amazing. And and uh, as I said, I mean, this transcends politics. I'd say small business is something that, for the most part, a pretty bipartisan issue. I'm buddies with a lot of Republicans, buddies with a lot of Democrats, and and I'm not asking for anything. What I'm trying to do is trying to build an environment, try to build a community which is friendly to small business. And everybody agrees that that needs to be done. We might disagree on how it's done, but I've found uh, a great, great response and, and embrace from, from everybody. But being at the White House, meeting the president, meeting everybody who, who I'm able to meet and, and have that conversation, it's, it's an amazing experience every time. Did you get President Obama's cell phone number? I didn't. I didn't. No. Um, apparently, there's only a few people that have it, and uh, I was not fortunate. Right. Uh, okay. I was not fortunate. That's awesome. So, 
Very cool. The passion play again. I, we always talk here on the show about you know following your passion, and once you do that, it doesn't even feel like work. You're just going with the flow, and obviously with you, it's been something you've been doing for a long time, and obviously <laughs> you ended up you ended up in the White House a bunch of different times. I, I want to just shift for a second and talk about a non-sexy subject, which is failure or failing forward, I, I like to call it. As entrepreneurs, we go through our day, we go through our week, our month, our year, and there's times where we come up against it. We sometimes scratch our head and say, can I keep going? Can I keep putting one foot in front of the other? I would love for you to share maybe a time with Hacker Nation when you maybe did come up against it. Maybe you thought, you know, I don't know if this is worth it, but you kept pushing forward. I can't count the number of times (laughs) that have happened. Uh, I think with every success comes a, a little bit of failure, and, and that's okay, and it's very discouraging. At the same time, I, I really do believe that it's impossible to achieve good things without, without a few tough things happening as mm. well. I feel like I'm an event planner because we've got so many events going on all the time. Uh, so how many times it has happened that on a day, nasty weather outside, that I've planned an event and, and had an amazing speaker and put in perhaps a lot of money into, into trying to pull something together, and there's a blizzard how many times that have happened and how discouraging it is. Uh, those are obviously discouraging moments. I'm also an entrepreneur, and mm. I've been in businesses that have not, uh, that have not succeeded in every area. But you've got to pick yourself up, and you've just got to learn from those experiences and find a way to make sure the next experience you do just a little bit better, just do a little bit more, and uh, you have to teach other people. And I really believe that's something that certainly your listeners will benefit from is always, always, always find a mentor. Find somebody that you're willing to uh, to ask questions, it it actually shows strength that you're that you're man enough to uh, you know to speak up and and seek resources. You bring up a great point, which again is mentorship. And in my own career, and my own life, my own business, in my own entrepreneurial journey, without mentors, you know, frankly, I wouldn't be here today as well. And I think that what I've found is that mentors that are playing big, that are thinking big, that are doing huge things like yourself throughout their own communities, throughout the world, mentors like to give back. And I think that there's this interesting give and take that from a mentee's point of view, you sort of feel scared and I don't know if he or she is going to maybe mentor me. And But if you don't ask, you won't know. And what I've found in my life is that the right mentors, the people that are meant to serve you, the people that are meant to help you and guide you and mentor you are there. I like to use this scenario. It's kind of like, from a guy's point of view, you see a girl at a bar and you're wondering and you're deciding and should I go up and should I not? And if you don't go up and ask her out, you'll never know if she would say yes. And it's the same thing as a mentor. If you don't ask people, you'll never know what they're going to say. And mentorship is so important in life and in business because they can help you in we call it success hacks. They can help you with a hack so much quicker than you just doing it by yourself. I completely agree. You got to speak up, as as you just said about the girl in the bar, and it certainly holds true for jobs, for business. Ask and you shall receive. Mm-hmm. Not every single time. Not every single time will will people sort of buy into the givers gain philosophy. But generally speaking, what I've found is that people are very willing to help. We've got, I'd say, the strongest business community of of people that are just willing to give. And it's only one or two degrees of separation between just about anybody. And people are very willing to connect. People are very willing to give of their time and, uh, and get involved in any way that they can. 
And I think one last thing on that, and then I want to shift gears to the light bulb or aha moment, which is be prepared. You know, to your point earlier, be prepared. If you if you want to ask somebody to be a mentor, don't waste their time. Don't waste your time. Be prepared. Be, have some clarity. You might not have all the answers, obviously, because that's what you're searching for. But when you approach someone, that other person is very busy. They don't get to be where they're at if they're not busy and, and successful. So be prepared. Know what you want to ask and have an agenda. Buy them coffee. Buy them lunch. And just say, hey, listen, I want to be a sponge. I want to follow you around. I want to get to know what you know. Would you help me? Would you agree? I completely agree. Absolutely. I think you need to, in every conversation you, that you have, and certainly when you're, when you're seeking advice or offering to give advice, be prepared. Know what your ask is. And always, aside for the ask, think about how you can give. Think about how you can uh, help and, and give back as well. Absolutely. That's such great advice. What Shalom just shared was a true golden nugget because I know, again, in my own business, I remember when I first got into the into this into this arena, Shalom, and I'll never forget someone put me in touch with someone else that said, Scott, you need to call this person. Now I didn't know this person from anybody, just a name and a number. I picked up the phone. The very first thing this person said to me, and this person, by the way, is extremely busy, extremely successful, owns three or four companies, and the very first thing out of his mouth was, How may I serve you? How can I help you? And at first I was like, well, you don't even know who I am, and you're asking how you can serve and help me. And it was just everything we're talking about right now that even though most successful people are the ones that serve first, give first, ask second. Absolutely. That's something that all of your listeners should take to heart, and uh, it, it makes such an impact in the conversation. Every conversation into 51% about the other person the the other person will want to see how they can give back to you. It's just that's that's how relationships work, and certainly in business, that's that's what works really really well. Great, great stuff. Light bulb moment, aha moment. What was the maybe one light bulb or aha moment where you said, you know what, this passion thing, this thing that I've been good at since I've been five years old, I can really make a dent in the business community with my passion. It really happened at that very, very first event that, that I did, as I mentioned, June of 2010, um, when I just wanted to bring together some people just because, just because it was so easy to do that. People that should get to know each other didn't know each other, and I saw myself as, as just as a friend, a family member, a neighbor, a colleague, uh, able to, to bring those people together. And from 20 people, it turned into 75 people. That mm. very, very early on was that aha moment, and I realized that gosh, I, I can do this. I never envisioned that, you know, that I'd be at the White House, but it certainly was a turning point, and I realized I'm going to have to do something with this. What? I don't know, mm. but I know that that vision will, uh, will, will be better articulated in the coming days, weeks, and months, and years, and, and it's sort of, that's been my life's journey. I've been riding the wave, trying to find ways in it to, uh, to create resources to help people, and and been doing that. So, uh, you know, you need to have a plan. As we were just saying before about meeting with people, you always need to have a plan. But sometimes you just also have to let things happen. And you have to, you know, take the opportunities that present itself, you know, survive the challenges that, that pop up in business and in, in life and learn from those challenges, learn from those opportunities and grow. My goal um, is to never plateau. Always try to grow it. Every day should look a little bit better than, than yesterday. And that's, that's how I live my life, and that's how 
every day as I plan my schedule. That's how I try to make those sort of things happen. Awesome stuff. Yeah, I, you know, it's, it's interesting that you say it. it's very parallel to how I think about my day as well. And I always say to people when I coach them, I always say, ask yourself, what can I do today so that I'm better today than I was yesterday? And I think when you have that mentality, you're always wanting to grow. You're always wanting to be better. You're always wanting to impact more people that I think the moment you stop growing is the moment you die. And But I want to go back to what you said, which was such a profound moment. You said, you realized the aha moment was when you wanted to put a few people in a room just because, and then that just because turned into 75 plus people in the way you went with your career and on to doing some incredible things. I think Hacker Nation, this is important to really realize what Shalom just shared, which is when you have something in your heart and that thing doesn't go away, that's not a mistake. You have to answer that somehow, some way. Whenever God, the universe, whoever you believe in puts that in you, you have to answer that because that's your sign. That's your sign to take action, to do something. Like Shalom shared, he didn't know what it was going to look like. He didn't know if it was even going to materialize into anything. But he answered that itch that said, something is tugging on my cape over here. <laughs> Maybe I should move forward with that. Completely agreed. You, you, need, to, uh, you need to learn from every experience. And you just got to make, make stuff happen. Things happen in life, and that's okay. But if you have a dream, as you said about the girl in the bar or mm-hmm. the business opportunity, ask and you shall receive. And you got to try. You got to try. How many times have I seen professionals that are constantly planning? Be the person that when you have an idea, block a time in your schedule and put some time together to try to make it happen. Great, great stuff. So, as you know, Shalom, the premise of the show is not only to empower current entrepreneurs, people doing some great things, or really empower would-be entrepreneurs, um, but we like to talk about success hacks or, or shortcuts and how do we get to success quicker. Can you share maybe a success hack that's helped you in your business? Sure. So the first thing that you need to do, whether you're looking for a job or whether you're looking to start a business, is you need to be able to articulate clearly who you are, what you do, and who you're looking to meet. Always seek to answer those three questions, who you are, what you do, and who you're looking to meet. Make it super clear for yourself so anybody who meets you knows exactly who you are. And that's really, really important. Again, jobs or business, it works the same way. How can you expect people to help you if you can't even introduce yourself properly. Mm. Think of it as, a, as your elevator pitch. But again, who you are, what you do, and who you're looking to meet. Then once you have that information, then start networking. And you know, there's a lot of great organizations, lots of great groups. I, I'm biased. I think we've got a great, a great group and a great organization and a lot of great events. But there's so many other good resources that are out there. Get involved. And then once you get involved and you start meeting people, don't just make it a sales pitch. Now that you have that information you know, clearly articulated, meet with as many people as possible and let them articulate themselves, let them introduce themselves, find ways that you can use your Rolodex to help them. And certainly, if you are clear and well-defined in what you do, you'll make it so much easier for people to help you. So again, I guess two tips, two hacks for your listeners. Uh, Number one is to clearly define who you are, what you do, and who you're looking to meet. And number two is, again, going back to that philosophy, giver's gain, make it all about the other person. But when it does come around, when it does come your, your turn in the conversation, make it as clearly and as summarized and, and, and as easy to, to repeat as possible. Hacker Nation, I hope you are taking notes because 
This is a million dollars piece of advice. I know Shalom outside of the show, and he he lives up to what he preaches. He really, really does. He's he's extremely clear on who he is, and who he wants to meet, and where he's going. And I think that that's so profound because I think a lot of us sometimes we get into this networking situation, and it's like deer in the headlights, and it takes time. I think too many people go into a networking function and they think, man, if I don't get five clients or two clients out of this one networking event tonight, that it's a failure. And I just want to share with Shalom just shared, which was it takes time. It takes knowing who you are, who you're looking to meet. And once you have that, it's amazing the people that will start coming up to you. And once you start adding value to them, giving back to them, the universe works in wonderful ways. The law of reciprocity kicks in, and you'll start having more business than you could have ever even imagined. So now we're going to shift another gear to what we call, Shalom, the randomness round. Whatever comes to the forefront of your mind, I want you just to answer whatever that is, okay? You got it. Okay. Best advice you've ever received? Howard Schultz from Starbucks. Uh, again, about giving back. That's, that's how he operates his business. Great. What's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout your day that puts you in a great frame of mind? Getting organized. 4 a.m., getting up, getting organized, running my schedule. You now own a time machine, Shalom. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 25 years old again. What advice would you give your 25-year-old self? Well, here's the. this is going to be the best question of all. I am 25. <laughs> Okay, Shalom, so I want you to travel back in time when you were 15 years old and tell your 15-year-old self something different that you know today at 25. Well, um, I probably would want to taught myself what networking was. Maybe I could have gotten a head start on this a few years earlier. I am proud of what I've done, but would have loved to have started, you know, maybe even a year or two earlier. Maybe when I was like 15, I could have started. Fantastic. <laughs> What's the one trait that you have that's contributed to your success? I'd say probably my addiction to coffee. <laughs> it helps me network. Okay. <laughs> do you have stock in Starbucks? I feel like I do. I really, I really should invest. I've got a Starbucks gold card. <laughs> okay. Last question of the randomness round. What's a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you? Hmm. That's interesting. I guess uh, I like writing. Yeah, I guess, I guess I'll, do, I'll go with that. Perfect, perfect. Well, you are now off the randomness hot seat, Shalom Klein. Thank you for your answers. This has been I got, absolutely... I'm take a breath of fresh air over here. I was worried, <laughs> I was worried over there. It, oh, it yeah. is the hot seat. <laughs> this has been incredible. Thank you, Shalom, for your time and also sharing these incredible success strategies with Hacker Nation so where can our listeners find out more about you and your business? Sure. So the best uh, place to go is my, uh, is my website, uh, shalomkline.com, S-H-A-L-O-M-K-L-E-I-N.com. And on that site, you can find out about all the organizations I'm involved in, all the businesses I'm involved in, and also uh, find out more about the radio show. Uh, I'm on the radio every week, Sunday at 6 p.m. on AM 560 WIND, and I share a lot of these sort of tips and advice and information. Again, shalomkline.com. Hacker Nation, make sure to head over to successhackers.net for this episode's show notes and recap from today's incredible interview 
with Shalom, along with other really cool resources that we have on the site. Also, don't forget, make sure to leave a review and a five-star rating. You can do this by going to successhackers.net, clicking on the iTunes tab, and clicking subscribe to the show. You can leave a rating, you can leave a review, and why do you have to do that? Why are we asking you to do it? Because by doing this, that will allow our show to grow and impact more people across the globe. You can also follow me and the show on Twitter at Scott Hansen 1210 at Scott Hansen 1210. This is Scott Hansen saying thanks again for listening to another incredible episode of Success Hackers Cracking the Entrepreneurial Code. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.